welcome back to the Adventures in Storytelling podcast with me, your storytelling buddy, your fellow sailor on the seas of fate, Matt Hampton. How y'all doing? How's it going out there, right? Good? Was it a good week? Mediocre? Hell, even bad. It doesn't matter. It'll all make a story. Trust me when I say that. It all makes a story at some point. So I am getting ready to kick off a series within the podcast where we're going to start talking about some really, really practical stuff. And the plan is that this series is going to lead up to the very first Adventures in Storytelling interview um, where we are going to talk to one of my very early writing teachers uh, that taught me a great deal. And we're going to talk about going back to back to basics and how we get back to those things. So before we do that, let's get really basic. Let's get really, really basic, and let's talk about the concept of voice. And we're going to build on this over the next few episodes, all right? We're really going to dig deep on this one. We're going to do a deep dive. But voice is this phenomenal thing, right? Like, like it almost sounds like a superpower, doesn't it? Like you need to discover your voice. You have to figure out your voice. It, it really does. It almost sounds magical. Like, by your voice, you can do something. Uh, those of you that don't know, like, my favorite book of all time is Dune by Frank Herbert. And in Dune, uh, there's a sisterhood, the Bene Gesserit, who can use their voice to command things. And, and the most powerful among them can kill you with their voice. They can tell you to stop breathing, and you just have to stop doing it. So... Uh, the fact that I read that book when I was really young, and that's one of my, it, it is my all-time favorite novel ever written, uh, that probably explains a lot about my love affair with voice. So, what is your voice? I mean, really, realistically, what's your voice? Well, we could go by those dictionary definitions, in which case, you're listening to my voice right now. This is the sound it makes when air passes over the remarkably beautiful instrument that is my larynx to produce these dulcet tones that you tune into. Did you buy that even for a second? Because if you did, you're my best friend ever. Uh, but seriously, the, the sonic sound of voice, of air passing over the larynx, is one means of, you know, is one means of, of expressing voice. That's it. That's fair. It's a really, really amazing thing, right? That's voice. But voice can also be your opinion or your perspective. Voice is so many things. But here's something really incredible about voice. Voice is like your fingerprint. It is uniquely yours. Just, just fathom that for a minute. Your voice is not someone else's. I know someone out there right now is going, but Matt, with technology, I can make someone sound exactly like you. Yeah, you can mimic the sound of air flowing over my larynx, but you're never going to catch those little quirks about my speaking pattern. You're just not going to ever get that perfect, uh, the ways in which I communicate, both verbally and non-verbally. But the perspective, the way that I've seen the world, the world that I have seen, that, that's my voice. And that's incredible. Like, your voice is, is the greatest gift you have. It's, it's remarkable. Just think about that for a minute. Your voice. Your ability to communicate. Your point of view. This, this incredibly unique thing that only you have. 
but here's the bear. Like, you don't just get to wake up and go, huh, there's my voice. Right? It's kind of like when you're a baby, you don't just stand up and go, and walking. I'm moving. You crawl. You experiment with movement. You learn how those muscles work. You know, you fall down a lot. And you do the same thing with your voice, I promise you. I have sounded stupid on more than my fair share and your fair share and their fair share of, of times. I have. It's just going to happen. And I've tried to impress people with my voice. And I've tried to pretend my voice is something that it isn't. I've spent a lot of time with it. And uh, something I teach and, and do a lot of work with with clients and all is finding their authentic voice, right? Which is another nifty catchphrase. We hear about it a lot. And like anything, there are some teachers out there that do a phenomenal job with this. Uh, there's some like me that do okay. And then there are some that are just hawking you bullshit, guys. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. And if they don't like it, well, odds are they weren't listening to my podcast anyway. Um, that's just the way it is. So how do you find that voice? How the hell do you own your voice and who you are? And we're going to talk about that in these upcoming podcasts. But I want to tell you... The two parts, the beginning two phases of discovering your voice that I think we, we ignore a lot, or one, we kind of already touched on it, discovery, right? Think about your infancy when you were walking or when you were learning how to use words, right? You just absorb everything and kind of experiment and try. A baby knows it wants to walk. It knows it wants to get to the other side of the room. It's just not entirely sure how the hell it's going to do it. So it keeps going and trying and experimenting and doing these different things, right? And they're largely uncoordinated. Uh, it's the same thing with language. You start making sounds and everything else, but largely you're just making sounds because you're just trying to get some thought out there. It's not that different with your voice. Seriously, it's, it's really not. It's not that different with your voice. Your voice exists in this phase of the first phase of, of finding your voice is discovery. You have something you want to say. You understand you see the world in a particular way and it drives you to say or do or create somehow. And that doesn't have to be a novel. You may be a business owner and decide you want to communicate your business out there. Congratulations, you are discovering your voice. You are in the discovery phase. We do a lot of internal work here. You start figuring out what you want to say and what your values are. You start thinking about where did you come from? What have you seen? What's your focus? What's your philosophy? Right? And, and those answers are so varied and diverse. It's really a beautiful thing. And you do that as you start discovering, much like a baby. You're kind of making these actions, but you're not quite sure. Now, here comes the second part of voice. And, and what I'm going to tell you, I think, is what people have the biggest problem with outside of creatives. Emulation is the second phase. Right, so go back to that, that example with the baby. You know, the baby's trying to walk and everything else. It, it knows it has muscles. It's got legs. It's trying to use them. It's not quite sure what to do. Guess what it does? Watches mom and dad, older brothers, older sisters, any human being around capable of walking, it's watching. That baby is watching that. That baby is listening to words come out of your mouth so he can start coordinating sounds together to make those words. It's emulating you. Right, We get so damn caught up when we talk about voice and art in trying to be flippin' original that we ignore the fact that we should just be authentic and originality will come. You can't see what I've seen the way that I saw it. You just can't. If I spend my time being authentic, then that's what it is. So 
think about what of those two phases you're in. Maybe you're beyond those two phases. And then later on, we'll touch on where you're working. But really think about that. Are you discovering your voice right now? Are you taking the time and sitting down and going, man, I have things I want to say. I have an internal perspective. I'm, and you're doing the internal work and you're doing the deep dive or you're just at the very beginning of discovery and you haven't done any of the deep dive yet and you're hoping I'll help you do that. I might, I don't know, a lot of it's you. Like that internal work is all you. It's such a bear. Or have you gone to emulation? Or are you not emulating people? Guys, I tried to rewrite Hamlet kind of notoriously in my early writing career. Uh, I often emulated writers I admired and respected. That's how I learned. That's how I applied technique and learned what techniques were mine. That emulation phase is where we connect the outside technique with the inside stuff that we want to get done. So think about that. Which phase are you in? Are, are you in the, the kind of, you know, discovery? Are you emulating? And I'm using this as a primer because we're going to talk more about this. You know, next time we're going to talk about those four phases of your voice. And then we're going to talk about a couple of other things moving on, like the words that we say and the language and the beauty and diversity of language and why we say it. And God forbid, I'm even going to ask if we should say some of the stuff that we do. So think about that. Take a minute. Once I'm done talking and hearing the sound of my lovely dulcet tones, take a minute and, and hear your own voice. Say things. Write down things, the world as you see it. Talk about the person who gave you your coffee this morning or anything else. Just write it down. Write down very specific stuff. Tell me about it. Tell yourself about it. Take a minute to introduce yourself to your voice. And if you haven't already entered that discovery phase, then, then today's the day. Jump into the discovery of your voice. You won't regret it. It's really incredible. So take that time and, and you know, let me get the hell out of here. And you... Take a minute. Introduce yourself to your voice. It'll be fun. Till next time, guys. I'm Matt Hampton. This is Adventures in Storytelling. Go, go shake the hand of your voice. Meet him for a minute. Talk to you soon.